This podcast is brought to you by u-discovered.com. This is your new life podcast. I am your host, Craig Willard. And if you want more of life than you've ever had, it starts right now. Welcome to your new life. Welcome, everyone, to another Your New Life podcast, episode number three. How many of you are listening to this podcast are a victim of someone else's actions, which caused you to hold a grudge or to harbor resentment or even vengeance towards that person? Right now, even. Are you? How many of you are holding a grudge so large that it affects your daily thinking? It's almost cancerous of sorts because it just spreads. You think about it and it festers. What you think about, you create more of, and it becomes so large that it takes up a substantial part of your day. It affects your actions probably shitty, affects your feelings, you don't feel good. Here's the big question. How is holding a grudge or having resentment towards someone ever, ever served you? How's it ever served you? Did it make you happier? Did it help you grow as an individual? Does it make you a better person? Think about it. What the hell does it do for you? I know that I have said, how could they do this to me when I was wronged? How could they hurt me like this when I felt like I was, you know, somewhat not really abused, but in a relationship? How could they hurt me like this? I can't forgive them for this. I hope they die. You know what? Karma's a bitch, and you're going to get it. How many of you said that before? Or something along those lines? Hell, maybe you've said that identical thing. How many times we talk about karma? Oh boy, karma's... You know, the funny thing about karma is that we say, karma get them. We let them, you know, it's as if they're going to get them. But yet we still have these, these deeply rooted feelings about it. Does it make you feel better? When, when you think about hoping that someone dies, can you actually hear yourself wishing death upon someone? I mean, I get it. You're mad. And I'm sure you have validation for the way that you feel. And you've told yourself over and over and over again, and anyone that's willing to listen to you. You've told them all. Everyone knows. Those grudges and those resentments, they're, they're a stress response. And I, it's, it, it's, it's poison. It's poison to your mind. And it will hinder your performance 
and your ability to use your brain wisely. Why? Because it makes us stressed out. And as you have probably experienced once, twice, or a million times in your life, when you get stretched, stressed, your natural process of thought changes. It affects the way you think. And it causes you to make bad decisions, create horrible action that could potentially have a massive ramification attached to it that could change the rest of your life. The rest of it. Is that what you want? Want to hold that grudge? See, what happens is when we hold that grudge, it kind of puts us in a corner. It's a little bit of the fight or flight scenario. And you might not even know this, but that stressor contributes. If you hold it long-term, it contributes to heart disease and high blood pressure. You know that? Because holding a grudge is the same as holding stress. It is not any different. You okay with that? This podcast is about your new life, not about what you used to do, what you did. It's about the new you. And the new you can't do these things if this is you. It can't do these things and get a new you. Because if you don't change these, the, the habits, you're still the old you of the old habits that get you things you don't want. You want new things. You want better things. You want positive things. The only way you can get those is to change the way you act, think, and respond. So what do you do when this happens? What do you do? The very first thing that you must learn to do, because it is not what you normally do, the very first thing you should do is let it go let it go can't hold it back anymore let it go let it go turn away and slam the door turn away and slam the door and then you need to forgive <laughs> what I'm not forgiving that asshole. They deserve every bit of what they're getting. And that, is that what you just said? Yeah. That's what we must do. We must. We, it, it's not a should. It's a must. We must find it within ourselves to forgive. Because when we do forgive, we actually change the way we process information in our mind and how we feel any more positive way. Here's the truth. When you forgive someone, that does nothing for them. Absolutely nothing. But for you, it does everything. Everything. The burden on your shoulders can be lifted off of you. Completely. 
lifted off of you. And through coaching, one of the things that I like to do, especially in this situation, is tell people to use this term as your get over it mantra. They didn't know any better. So the next time somebody pisses you off or gets upset, well, let's say this. The next time somebody does something that would naturally upset you, tell yourself in your mind, your self-talk should be, they don't know any different. Because when you say that, you remove the expectation of how they should respond. And when you remove an expectation from someone, you remove the ability to get upset. I don't know if you know that or not, but the key to frustration and anger is unmet expectation. The key to frustration and anger is unmet expectation. So when, when you have an expectation for someone and they don't meet it, it makes you frustrated. It might even make you angry. But how do you get away from that? Don't have the expectation. Don't expect them to respond anyway any fashion or any form. It doesn't matter. Don't expect it from them. They can't piss you off. They really can't. Makes sense. But if you're not used to that, that, that style of thinking, become used to it. And it starts with the very next time you have the situation and remember this. Think about this out loud. To yourself, talk. Talk about the lack of expectation removes the ability for frustration and anger. Here's the other side of the coin. You know, we talk about how we feel, how we get pissy and frustrated and blah, whatever. But do you ever think about them? Uh, you're probably thinking, who the hell cares about them? They just pissed me off, right? It can be really easy to understand, or I'm sorry, it can be really easy to assume we understand the offender's perspective. Whoever that person is, we understand who, uh, we, we know what they see, we know what they hear, but do we? Do we really? We see the world as we see it, not as other people see it. They see the world as they see it, not as we see it. They, I didn't walk in their shoes. I don't know their life. I don't know anything about it. There was a time, specifically, many, many, many years ago, that I was yelled at. I was literally, I'm talking, yelled at for something out of my control. I had, I had no ability to not allow it to happen or to ensure that it happened. In this one particular time, I was yelled at because something didn't work for a physician. And I work in a hospital. I'm an IT department for the hospital, for a hospital. And let me tell you what. He rode me up one side and down the other. He puked all over me with his anger and his frustration. And how easy could it have been for me? Let's say it was you. And you got this physician in front of you that is just riding your ass about something that you had no control over. Like it was your fault. He was, he's looking at you. 
I could have easily fired back at him. I mean, I could have I could have done that. I could have been absolutely inappropriate and told him what I really felt about him. And told him he can kiss my you know what? But why? Was someone so angry? You know they're not I mean, they're not rationalizing what I'm thinking. I might think they're going to rationalize what I say, but I assure you if they're pissed, they're not rationalizing anything. So if you come into this this battle, this gun battle of sorts with a with a stick, you're going to lose. So why even battle it? Why even put forth the effort? Back to that situation. I understood. That that was the craziest part about it. I understood where he was coming from. And he had a valid point. It was just that his approach was absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. But I understand his perspective. I, I mean, I get it. And to be honest, what really seemed to make everything better is I empathized with him. It's the first thing I did. When he started yelling at me, I said, Doctor, I get it. I understand. And you know what? I'd probably be pissed off in your situation too. But I'm here to help you, and we're going to get this resolved for you. Because I know that we have patients that need to be taken care of, and this is impeding your ability to properly care for patients. And he calmed down almost immediately. You see, empathy has a really neat way of pulling people away from the edge. Because the reality is a lot of people just want to be heard. And sometimes they have to scream because they don't feel like anyone listens. And that was a really hard lesson for me. In order to forgive someone, we must accept it as what it is. Not as what our emotions want us to to accept it as, but as it really is. Logical and rational. But that's the problem. We when we get that when we get backed up in a corner, when we get shoved somewhat in a corner, and our instincts take over, we want to respond. But don't. Because at that point, whatever you say, whatever you do, can cause significant damage to all involved and can last forever. Understand that we're all humans. Every single one of us, we're all human. And we make mistakes. But as a, as a saying or played for you earlier, let it go and stay positive. I remember a long time ago, this has been many, many, many years ago, I was dating a girl. Um, I'd had a lot of, and you'll learn about this in my future podcast. I'll talk, I'm really open and honest about our relationships and the struggles that I had in my 20s with uh, trying to have a stable relationship. And a lot of it was on me. A lot of it was my problem that I had to work on. But at one point, you know, as my friends would laugh at me and say, the only thing that all your failed relationships have in common, Craig, is, well, you. So apparently you're the problem. Well, you know what? I took that to heart and I went and saw a counselor. And I was like, what the is wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Why do I continue to have the same types of issues over and over and over again? And after talking to this counselor for, I think I was there for two visits. I mentioned bringing my ex in that I was kind of 
on and off seeing. I mentioned bringing her in because maybe we could figure out something. Maybe there was something she knew that I didn't about me that would help me unlock who I was to become a better person, to become a better boyfriend. So we brought her in and we're sitting face to face and she, the, this counselor talks to Mike's girlfriend and she goes, so tell me about something. And um, I don't remember what it was. And I remember this so well, this part of it, just pieces of it. She says, it pisses me off when he does this. And she stopped him. She went, nope, no, no. No one can piss you off without your permission. It doesn't piss you off. You allow it to piss you off. And that was the, that was like a light bulb went off. And it's about everything in life. No one can upset you without your permission. No one can take your happiness away and make you feel any certain way without you allowing it. You are in control whether you choose to or not. You're in control. You can either take the victimization path and be like, nope, nope, it's not me, it's all them. Or you can take control. The problem with victimization, being in that role, is that you're the victim. You can't do anything different. But if you take ownership of it, even if it's not your fault, take ownership of it. Why? Because you can take over. You can change it if you take ownership of it. So no one can take away your happiness. Not this person, that, not this physician. No one could take my happiness away from me. I'm a pretty happy guy. No one's going to take it from me. I'm not going to let them. I love it too much. It means too much to me. Do people ramp me up? Yep. Better damn believe it. But it's my job and my responsibility to pull myself off the ledge and calm down. Start to breathe nice and slow. Don't get all, get all anxious breathing and all that stuff. Slow my thoughts. Take a break. Take a walk. It is your decision to hold a grudge. It is absolutely your decision. It's your body that is holding that poison and spewing your words and your actions all over the place. Just remember, you could end up hurting others. Other people and even those that you even those that you love the most because of that grudge. You have a grudge at work, you take it home with you. It's not like you can turn it off when you get in the car. You know, we talk about that a lot in leadership. We say, you leave your problems at home. Are you kidding me? Well, that's great. It doesn't really happen because that's not how humans function. We're emotional creatures. Same thing with work. You get pissy at work, it kind of comes home with you sometimes. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. Just need to probably need to find a new job. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding. But do you want to hurt other people? You've heard this before too. Hurt people hurt people. Those who are hurt will hurt others. It's a direct reflection of them. It's a direct reflection. So in this podcast, here's what I ask you to do. Really quick. Choose your actions your responses, and your words wisely. 
and forgive often. Forgive others is the most empowering thing you can do for yourself. Tell yourself they don't know any different at all. They don't know any different. Because if they don't know any different, they, they just don't know any different. Not my deal, not my burden. And that's the kicker. It's not my burden. Let's remove this box off of my back, this monkey. Let's get this crap off of me. Because the longer I hold this crap, the, the longer it's going to be before I get where I want to be. And that's a happier, more positive, more fulfilling life. And I can't do that when I hold a grudge. Hope you found this podcast of value. Please, if you know someone this could help, share it. Send them a link. Send them a podcast on iTunes. You can find me on Stitcher Podcast Attic. You can find me all over the place. If you want to get a hold of me, you can actually call me, 502-771-0721. Most likely you'll leave a voicemail. If you have something you want to ask over the air that I can answer to, by all means, leave that voicemail and I'll play it as long as you allow me to. You have to approve it, but I can play it and then I can respond. If you want to get a hold of me, you can find me at u-discover.com, who sponsors this podcast, or you can reach me by email, craigwillard at u-discover.com. Remember, this is your new life. This is your new life, and you have to take this bull by the horns. And you have to do things you've never done before to get things you've never had, and you got to get a little uncomfortable. But do not hold a grudge because it will do nothing but tear you down and take you backwards. It's not where you want to be. You're moving forward. I hope you have a good night, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.